mysterious red light 35 million miles across an empty sea, soaring within the greatest invention ever created by the human spirit to escape a catastrophe made possible by the most destructive regions of the human mind. Individual madness or shared nightmare? The answer lies in their search for safe harbor, here in the Twilight Zone. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow. Between science and superstition. And it lies between the pit of one's fears and the summit of one's knowledge. You are now traveling through a dimension of imagination. You just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 134. Episode 29 of the 2019 series, I should say. 106, Six Degrees of Freedom. Whatever the fuck that means. And and oh, fucking uh, episode. Uh, the, I'm Phoenix West. Uh, okay, uh, I'm Frank Banks. <laughs> uh, the title means Six Degrees of Freedom is it takes six degrees. The transfer burn from Earth to Mars is a six degree transfer burn. Okay. Uh, when does Kevin Bacon come into the equation here? In my... Oh, what? Apollo 13. That's where he comes in. Okay. I figured it out. Sorry. Uh, we got a master alarm here. Oh, what? Sorry. What? Uh, we got main bus B undervolt. Uh, clear to engage. Am I doing... Or am I doing like a... <laughs> like a... No, dog I'm, I'm, battle. I'm literally saying what they said. What they said when we got a man, uh, it, it was a we got a we got a main bus B undervolt A, main main bus B undervolt B. Um, you know we're we're getting a wicked shimmy up here, Houston. And I'll do I'll do their dialogue. I don't want to go to space now. No, let's but, go to space. I guess we'll go to space. I don't want to go to space, but I'm the commander. Okay. Fine, we'll go to space then. Uh. Can you at least play some music then? Uh. Oh, I can play some music. You want me to play that song again? Do you not recognize that song? I've never heard it before. That was the song they played when they were amping up to go to space. That shitty song. By oh, the that, intruders. that, that uh, Spalexma played for them. <laughs> <laughs> this is an episode where I know one person's name because they said his name, Jerry, a thousand times, and nobody else's name. <laughs> Was that Neckbeard? Yeah, Neckbeard. <laughs> oh, you called me Neckbeard for a while. This is the ultimate Neckbeard guy. <laughs> yeah, he, but this is... He was this like, is... Whoop, like a Saturn ring. 
<laughs> he was he was chin strap. But yeah. His nineteen ten football helmet chin strap. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. It was so gross. It really was a dis. It really was the worst fake neck beard I've ever seen glued onto a man's face. <laughs> well, his neck beard grew as quickly as his raging like psychopath powers. I don't know if you want to call him powers, but he's like. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm a psychopath. I'm dead. I was like, oh, that came out of nowhere. Jesus. Yeah. By the way, his number for North Korea uh, bombing, uh, you know, who knows where they're taking off, whether they're taking off from Cape Canaveral, whether they're taking off from Vandenberg on the West Coast. Who knows? Who knows? But... Um, point being is he comes up with this equation that bullshit you came up with it the second it happened because I really doubt the second that uh, over the intercom uh, 20 seconds or whenever before you're about to launch on something that looks like a sort of futuristic space shuttle uh, there's a reason they retired the s- space shuttle, uh, and there's a reason why the Starhopper and the BFR that's going to go to Mars soon doesn't look a fucking thing like the space shuttle. It's it's a Twilight Zone, dude. It let looks it go. like plane. This is one there, thing I will say: just let it go. It's Twilight Zone. There's no runways on Mars. And they, they land, oh, we're, we're spoiling the ending here. If you haven't seen the episode, obviously go watch it. But they land right next to like a giant like fucking canyon. Do you notice that? Like right on the cliff of it. By the way, if you're curious on how, okay, Mars is technically in the habitable zone of Earth, right? I mean, like barely, but it's still there. Um. The reason why there's no water on it is it has no fucking atmosphere. Yeah. It's it's, um, it's 38% of our atmosphere. So, you know, j- if you weighed 100 pounds on Mars, you'd only weigh 38. Okay. Um, so, when the, the brightest the sunlight illuminates... Uh, the uh, the um, you know Mars is think of a cloudy rainy day right at noon that's the brightest the sun ever gets on Mars ever so fuck the ending you you're thinking too scientific here it's Twilight Zone let it go on Mars, that's not that over slightly scientific. I know how bright it is for Mars, and the sun isn't the size of uh, of it <laughs> like you're in Florida or like when you walk out your front door every morning. Yeah, it's it is and, unusually bright, but uh, I don't know. It, a bit like this. Oh, <laughs> like, how about we talk about the episode? Okay. So, um, nuclear. Armageddon is just happens to be playing. It happens to be happening. Uh, 
And they literally debate whether they should take off. For a good while. Way too fucking long. Um, yeah, but my point is, it's, let's see. Should we sit here and be evaporated by a nuclear bomb? Or... Yep. Be the luckiest five fuckers on Earth and be in the most sophisticated spacecraft that can go to another planet and it's fully loaded with fuel and ready to launch. What do you do? That's why I thought the Six Degrees of Freedom title would also apply like a double entendre. Or, uh, no, literally. For, the, for the six characters is what I mean. You know what I mean? What's kind of, what? No, there's five. Because there's Alexa, I'm reading off IMDb, Jerry, Casey, Catherine, Ray. Unless they count Tina, who's like the Hal in this episode, who didn't play into it at all. Uh, she wasn't supposed to. But yeah, I thought she was going to, but so I wrote my notes. Hal is Tina. <laughs> my third note is, uh, my I, fourth note, sorry. Uh, where's I'm my note? That, Dave. What's that? I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that, Dave. Yeah. I thought, uh, where's my note? I, I forget where it is, but it was one of my first notes was, uh, is this going to be a remake of the pilot episode? Where is everybody? But it wasn't. It, it I mean, wasn't a remake. They, 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 t- they hint the shit out of that, though. You know what this was a remake of? The closest episode I could possibly think of. This is a remake of the loosest kind of little people. <laughs> Everything before the episode of Little People, yes. Yeah. But they're clearly hinting that it's going to be a remake of Where Is Everybody? Clearly. He literally says, it's a simulation. They have us in here. Yeah, but Where Is Everybody implies that, you know, he's alone. So I guess they're alone. That's how far Peel went, really? That's, that's what they're hinting at, though, clearly. Okay, fair enough. You know what? I'll accept it. Judges? Well, he's literally, ding, he's literally going, uh, it's a simulation. We're not really in here. They're testing us. And I'm like, okay, they're doing this. But I'm like, if they're saying that already, then they're not doing it. Bottom line, I can prove to you right now that what we're doing is a simulation by his, you know, th- thinking. It's called simulation theory. Will it take you less than 30 seconds? Uh, it did for Elon Musk. Are you Elon Musk? No. Then moving on. Okay. <laughs> just, just Elon Musk is quoted as saying, "He, when somebody asked him, do you think um, we are living in a simulation? Is a pop? Do you think it, we are living? No. What's your thoughts on simulation theory? And do you think it could be valid?" And Elon Musk literally said, I cannot prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that we do not live in a simulation. That's proof? No, it's, that's called simulation theory for a reason. If you'd like me to get into the, to the theory of simulation theory. I'm fucking with you, I know. On the broadest stroke possible, I could, I could try, but I will fail miserably. I kind of want to hear that, but let's move on. <laughs> I mean... I, Okay, look, if if I go over a minute and a half, just say, okay, enough. Okay, enough. So, 
<laughs> We're here to talk about Twilight Zone, this episode. You, you'd say that for way off topic. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll bring it up. <laughs> I, I'm not that interested in simulation theory because I... I it's, All right, then, not, so it's not important. I, I'm, but the... the it's it, but the but the theory that um, it's a um, what do they call the um, uh, uh, a Schrodinger cat uh, thing? It's yeah. a it's, it's yeah. a mind. Uh, it's a mind experiment. exercise. Yeah, a, a thought experiment. Thought experiment. Yeah, simulation theory theory is a thought experiment. You you cannot a hundred percent prove to me that we're not you yeah. know laying in a chair somewhere hooked up into you know um, a simulated you know computer program that renders in front of our eyes that you know i mean because there's so many things that are so weird by chance but that's kind of like the beauty of you know making sure we have a trillion galaxies with a trillion plant uh, stars with a trillion 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 planets around it that you know i mean so of course we're going to have all these weird coincidences it's just fucking inevitable yeah and here we are hi hey, <laughs> it was inevitable because hi <laughs> i'm here i'm alive so moving on yeah I, no but i, I know what you're saying the, the ship is named freedom right oh is it i didn't even catch that i caught that well okay. i caught that because i saw the title and i'm like okay what, what exactly so why wouldn't they have six characters then because a transfer burn. Do you know what a transfer burn is? No, so I, again, okay. can you make it quick? <laughs> okay, yes. They take off. They orbit the Earth a few times, right? They're doing that to pick up speed. Yeah. Without, you know, you exerting any energy, right? Um, but eventually, they're going to slow down. However, you know, they need to angle themselves when they come around Earth to when they burn. It's not like. When they burn, the Earth is going to make them curve a little bit. No. When they burn, as soon as they kick on the thrusters, it's, it goes from orbit to straight. Yeah. Right? And so six degrees off of the plane, like, you know, the picture of the planets on the plane, on a flat plane, right? All eight, Pluto's on a planet. It's not even on this plane. So, you know. Uh, Mars and Earth are on the same plane, but um, uh, you, all you have to do is burn six degrees off the orbit to head to Mars at its closest approach. And why Peel went that far into a scientific fact for the name of this episode? And I don't know. that's kind of my point. So I get that. That's fine. That's valid. No problem with that. But to go as far as to name the ship Freedom and only have five characters is weird to me. Maybe he did count the AI. He must have, right? Well, he is pushing this as a future now type of Twilight yeah. Zone. That, and this is a future in the future of now Twilight Zone. So I would say yes. It's a future episode, but they also bring it up in 30,000 episode. They brought it up in that episode. Apparently. That is true because the whole Korean thing is kind of now. Yeah. And, and oh, by the way, uh, the last count is 60 uh, nuclear bombs. Uh, you know, that man with that. I, I, 
Everybody dogs him on his haircut. I like it. <laughs> oh God. Or, I mean, I mean, you know, Trump's hair sucks, and I don't, <laughs> and I, I don't care about Trump much. I, I mean, Kim Jong Un is, is he a fucking maniac? Well, look who raised him. <laughs> Not for nothing, but great hair. Love it. It's so proportional. I mean, I swear it's almost like they put some cardboard up there just so his hair comes like like out and then down instead of, you know, following the curvature of his big round head. It's like a child's model. <laughs> like yeah, they, like they fluffed he, it up. he's not flat top from Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. But he sure does look like it with that great fucking hairdo. Love it. Um Oh God! Let's discuss this episode a little bit. It's a little you know, bit. So, yeah. So Kim Jong Un is ending Earth. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. You know, uh, like, uh, there's so many things set up in this episode that didn't follow through again, and I notice that's kind of a theme with this new Twilight Zone because they set up Tina. She doesn't play into the episode. They set up uh, that the captain over once they get into space, they set up that she act, basically stops communication with back on Earth, which doesn't with- really play in. No, yeah, the another uh, another character uh, story arc that never actually arcs to the other side. It like it, it her story arc went like this and stopped. <laughs> yeah, was I thought it was going to be like they they're trying like mutiny a little bit because she's making all these weird rules because they do it a couple times where she makes weird rules they don't agree with her but they do it anyway. And I'm like, okay, eventually this will come to something, some sort of uh, conclusion or some sort of mutiny or something. Nope. She calls home on herself, calls her own home. Nobody answers. Right. So apparently so, after the nuclear holocaust, her answer machine is, is still operable. Uh, what? And, and, and full because yeah. you know, everybody's leaving voicemails after the, the nukes. <laughs> and it's like, so you, I love the fact that it says, this voice in my box is full. Please tell the person that it's full to clear some messages. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to tell them? I'm, this is me trying to tell them right now, bitch. <laughs> he, he, he's a shadow on a, wall, on a, on a broken wall somewhere. <laughs> oh, too soon? Oh, yeah. No, not soon enough. <laughs> but good God. Oh, I think it's she because she's a, she's a lesbian, <laughs> a, a black lesbian, which I guessed right away. Wait, what? The main character, the captain. I oh, I didn't catch on to that. Yeah, she has a wife or something home. I was like, of course. Once I saw she was black, I was like, okay, she's gonna be a lesbian, just because why not throw that in as well? Not, and again, I'm like, this shouldn't be, but I'm like, why? No. If it's not part of a character, what? I don't. To take be so so people can. Uh, not be smacked in the face with the whole blackness of uh, you know who's in charge, the, the, the black lady, who you know I mean never mind the whole um, you know racism thing against black males, black women is even worse, you know as far as a stereotype and everything. So let's you know let's empower them. It, or the, I know the theme running through here and i i don't I, I don't not disagree with a lot of it i agree with a lot of it but jordan peele is writing it he is african-american of course 
Um, but I think they made her lesbian, so to deviate away from that a little bit, that's the thing. It just, it didn't matter. I don't know why they included it. I don't care if it was a guy. I don't care if she's straight. I don't care if she's gay. It didn't add anything. It didn't subtract anything. It's just like, oh, okay. It just seemed like it was added in to be like, but we're progressive. See, Hollywood today is super fucking hyper. Um, um, uh, you don't care. I don't care. But Hollywood sure cares that they know other people care. And That's... they go to great lengths to appease those people who care that shouldn't care. Because they're the problem, not us. We don't care. And if, and if everybody doesn't care, then it's not a problem. It's, it's only a problem because people care. It's uh, like I have people at work that bring up and they'll talk about, I don't know where they'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's a girl. And it's like, oh, my wife. And I'm like, oh, cool. What's her, like, what's she do? And I don't even think. And let, but it's like, instead of me not thinking about it, them going, no, no, I'm gay. Do you understand? And I'm like, yeah, I, I already moved on. I don't I didn't even think it's, about it until you said it. I mean, it didn't really play in this episode at all. So that's why I was like, what, why? I don't, it seemed like a pointless addition like, there just for. To, to be honest with you, whenever I meet, you know, um, a, a gay woman, I'm like, I, I have more in common with you. You know, I mean, we're both down with the same, you know, kind of. I don't. You know, I get very competitive. Like, well, I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm a win that battle every time. I mean, you know, uh, I'm kind of you know I, I have an edge up on her. You know, I don't, I don't know what you're getting at. I have a cock. I don't think you're gonna. If you're fighting for the same women, I don't think it's gonna matter. I think it's gonna come into play. Yeah, you know what? Does, doesn't a double-sided dildo look a lot of fun? If I, lesbians have lots of fun, it looks like way more fun than I have. I know, doesn't it? It's just, it looks delightful I mean, and, and satisfying does. that I'll never know. I know. I mean, and every night I try to get closer and closer to the answer, but I'm I'm no I'm no closer to it. <laughs> like digging deep, like it's the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a way in. <laughs> If I fold these I, bills enough, I'll find the answers. I spend hours and hours every <laughs> night trying to unlock that code. <laughs> lots and lots of video of, of their secret stuff that happens. Lots of scissoring. Thanks, I'll figure dude. it out. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, the, Anyways, the Bible so, of Pornhub. Hey, they, they are number one. So speaking of things that don't add up or go anywhere, was the guy trying to fix or kill Tina? Jerry in the beginning. So he's like working on it and it's like some override or some sort of corruption noticed. And I'm like, is he killing? Is it, what's, he, what's he doing? Another problem I had with that uh, episode was the sparking going on. Oh, God. We're going to oh, get into more specifics of space. That would have ignited the pure oxygen environment they were in instantly. Kind of what happened to Apollo 1. Okay. Put that on and, the side there. You know, and not just bzit once. Like, what are you doing? What are you, and then all of a sudden, it initializes and connects. What? 
What the fuck were you zapping? I don't know what he's doing. He's like playing around the, like it looked like the toilet, and he's like, they're not crystallizing. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, yeah, uh, the toilet. They were. It was um, um, <laughs> basically um, whenever they would take a dump, it, it would it would shoot it out of that. It, it was like a you know, like you walk into the pressurized zone to put the suit on, and then the airlock can open, but the rest of the ship's fine. So, because there wasn't crystals there, they're suggesting that they're not really in space. Right, because the gasket would yeah. be cold. That's fine. I just, I don't know, none of it. It's an hour episode, and I felt like they could have focused more on this sort of stuff, but it was like them See, but, hanging out most of the episode. That was the cleanest poop shoot I ever saw. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ew, gross when he's putting his phone in there. And then, really, this episode is mostly a ripoff of The Matrix. Because they're talking about, like, it's a simulation, blah, blah, blah. But they have a whole, f- like, they sit down, they eat dinner together, they share broccoli. And then the guy, Jerry, just breaks into, right. like, this is a simulation. like Yeah, like, they take off, right? And then all of a sudden, it, it extract gravitational pod left. And this thing goes out like this, right? And, and it's on tether, they say. What the fuck was the gadoosh sound? Why did the whole spacecraft shimmy, shake, and go gronk when something just went? Poof? I don't know. And then so many questions. So many space questions you have. And then all of a sudden they have gravity. <laughs> Why? All you all you did was take part of your ship and now make it twelve feet away from you, but still attached by a rope. That's all you did. That does not create artificial gravity <laughs> to where you can have toast in space. There would be toast crumbs everywhere. Bullshit. You know, the whole pasta thing. The pasta thing and the toast, when he started going on the simulation thing, yeah. I went, it's a simulation. Yeah, this is a ma- very Matrix episode especially this conversation, because he's like, how can I say you love pasta and I think it tastes gross? And how You play a song, I don't like it. I'm like, okay, okay, that's a little bit yeah. different. That's personal music taste, <laughs> right? It's like, you are right. People, uh, uh, you know, people like things other people don't like. Uh, you know, I'll, I might like curry. I'll never try it because it smells god-awful. Did you just say the world's a computer? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's weird. Because I thought I heard that, but yeah. uh, I, I'm so unenthused about this episode because it's fucking boring. And really, it's yeah. just like the rest of it is they're trying to live. They're going basically like a year, and they're going to get yes. over to Mars. He, here, here's the thing. Here's the couple of things that happened. That the, the odds of them happening are literally almost impossible they're so astronomical and that's what he was saying that's what he was spouting off right the numbers even though his numbers were way the fuck exaggerated by the way um they were it's still astronomical so do you know how rare okay so their spaceship is how big right it's it's it was not very big 
you, you know, just th- let's just take the regular space shuttle, right? Okay, it's it's flying towards Mars, so that means now the the you know the cross section, you know, like um, you know, you, you know, it's long ways and it's width ways, right? And if they're going towards Mars, they're the back end of them would be facing the sun. And you're going to tell me a mass corona ejection from the sun just happened to, ha- to, to, to explode off of the sun and, cu- and hit them directly? It, it's <laughs> he opens that door, and it's like the sun is right there. Like, hey, sun. Which it wouldn't look like that at all. It looked like a little miniature sun outside the door. He's like, hey, like someone's at the door knocking. Ball of fire, because that's what happens with a mass coronal injection. <laughs> it's charged particles blasted off at this, almost the speed of light. It's superheated and super electrical. That's why if one does hit Earth, we're in the Stone Age for 50 years because our electrical grid will just erupt into flames. And this is the biggest bummer this episode, because you said you watched the first five minutes and you were excited, and you went, and then before we started recording, and we finished up the episode. off yet. Yeah, and then I was like, I love, I I like space uh, movies, some of them. It really depends. But this is such a fucking letdown, because it just goes nowhere. They pretend like they're we're supposed to be invested in these characters we know nothing about. They don't develop any of their characters. And in the end, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, not, to, not to quote uh, Linkin Park there, but it, it just it, none of it fucking added up to anything. It just didn't matter. And then in the end, is fucking stupid. And I'm, I'm assuming this is a prequel to, uh, or kind of leads into a Traveler episode. The end was so anti... If you're going to show that much... And what? Because we'll get there. Oh, well, I'm just oh. gonna fast forward because fuck this. They. No, no, no. I have a. I have one. I I recorded one clip that I want to um, play because they get this so wrong. It's insane, and it's so important. It turns out to be so massively important of the story plot. And yet, the entire thing is 100% wrong. Alright? So, I'm going to play this now. Okay. There's a test to the universe. A scientific theory made by an economist known as the Great Filter. The Great Filter posits that life in the universe is very, very rare. It's hard to start harder to continue. The test of life is can an advanced life form make it to another planet before it destroys itself? Most advanced life fails. That's why we never encounter any other civilizations. They destroy themselves before we can reach them. Humans, Earth, We're on the brink. 
this mission was designed because we had no choice but to find a way out. TMI, Bernie. TMI. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, he calls it the gray filter, right? Yeah. It plays heavily in the episode. Right. That's not what this is called. It's called the Fermi Paradox. It's not called the Great Filter. It, well, and Frank, in the Twilight Zone, it's called the Great Filter. No, no, no. There is a such thing called the Great Filter. This isn't it. In the Twilight Zone, it is, though. That's. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> they got this so monumentally wrong. This is the Fermi Paradox. I feel like they heard that quote or, or read something about that, and that's what the uh, episode was written around, that, that premise right there. Most yeah. civilizations destroy themselves before they can reach out to other planets. And they're like, oh, I'm writing an episode about that. And that was it. See, the Fermi Paradox is, you know, um, literally they have evidence that the second that life could have started to form on this planet, it did. Life is extremely um, uh, persistent to become life if it can become life. I have right? a better quote for you. Go ahead. Life uh, finds a way. Exactly. Does that help? Does that help at all? Am I, am I adding to the show? There you go. Good job, Jeff. To quote wise prophet Jeffrey Goldblum. <laughs> you, you know, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could, they never thought to think if they should. Also, faster. Try faster. Please Much go faster. faster. Please go faster. Much faster. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of problems with this fucking episode. Most of them being none of it added up to a good episode, which is really the kind of what you're going for in a show. Exactly, man. And it's just like, like, you know, the captain is struggling with, um, you know, uh, she's got a inferiority complex that we see, but it's not really ever resolved. She doesn't. It doesn't um, matter. She, yeah, she never gains the respect of her crew. If anything, she she manages uh, very, she, she, you know, and literally, like, it's not like, she manages to do this just because she's inept. Like she like literally tried her hardest to make them hate her fucking guts. Yeah, she took <laughs> away their phone access for no fucking reason. Like who cares if you're trying to reach out to earth? Like I want to give up their, all their hope. And then it doesn't play out because then they sing her happy birthday. And then the one girl brings it down by crying and ruining the party. And this is when they started to get the solar flare and the guy freaks the fuck out for the rest of the episode until he's dead. Or so we think. Or uh, so we think. It wasn't a solar flare. It was a, it was a mass corona ejection. Well, I'm quoting Tina. She says a solar flare. She did, didn't she? She did. You're right. That's another reason why when you're watching it, you can go, oh, it's bullshit. They're in a simulation. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not... It's sad when you're watching a sci-fi episode and you're not supposed to think about the sci-fi, the sci, the sci part of the fi. Which is bullshit. You need to. It's, it's mostly fiction science than science fiction. It's like, look, 
I I never saw the movie Gravity, right? Yeah. I heard all about how just insanely wrong they got a lot of it. It's a but, spectacle movie more than it is anything else. Right. I mean, I saw trailers of it and everything. First of all, they don't survive the satellite crashing into the shuttle. I'm sorry. No, I've seen them. I saw it in the theater, and it's like you're you have to shut off your brain for that kind of movie because it's not there for the science. It's not there for the emotions of the characters because their backstory is minimal, and the parts they do give, I fucking hated. You're there for the spectacle of like, whoa, this is cr- it's really is crazy to watch, but that's it. That's where it ends. It's like, uh, I compared it to Mad Max, only Mad Max is way more enjoyable. But it's a spectacle movie. But see, these kinds of mo- those kinds of movies are why we have Flat Earthers now. Because people watch them and they think that what they're watching is actually how things are. That's not and, the movie's and, fault, though. And, and then they start to look around like reality and say, hey... That doesn't match. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's Hollywood's fault to make sure that the general public is scientifically Mm -hmm. literate. Yeah. But um, if you're going to put yourself into a uh, movie where you're in that sort of environment and and if you're going to, like your Mad Max situation, like I know what's going on in Mad Max is totally... I'm not going to read much into it because it's Mad Max. However, with like a movie with like with gravity, I'm going to kind of everything I see take for granted that that's what would really happen because they don't give me any indication what it wouldn't be anyway. So I, my personal opinion is try to at least get it as close as fucking possible. So, you know, I mean, just, I'm just saying. That's, that's all. Because there's a lot of movies like that. That, you know, um, it's just, it just doesn't look. I mean, okay, Fast and Furious, right? There's no way two um, fucking Chargers or whatever they were are going to drag a safe around a fucking city. Okay. Yeah. I know that, but I. It, it's not like the movie is trying to fucking tell me that it could. You know what I mean? I, I, I draw such a serious line between movies and education because I saw a post, uh, speaking of what we talked about earlier, where it was literally like the, the headline was, did Avengers do enough for, what, what the fuck was it, like transgender people or gay, gay rights? And I'm like, it's a fucking movie. Why does it have to have a goddamn mission? It's a fucking movie. What do you mean do enough? It's a movie. It can't do anything. Yeah, if you're looking for a movie for advancement on your cause, you're looking at the wrong spot. I'm sorry. It's it's a fucking movie. It's an action movie. Well, I mean, look at all the controversy that's coming over the um the Captain Marvel movie with that with that chick in it that yeah. you know, she said a whole bunch of really dumb shit. And um well, as white men, we're not allowed. We're not allowed to not like our movie. Apparently not, you know. Um, Which is interesting because it's like uh, it's that theory of when people say like it's not for you. I'm like, well, if you if I fucking pay a ticket to go see it, it is for me because you're selling it to me. 
So therefore, I get to have at least an opinion on it. I get that it's not, <clears throat> I'm not the target demographic, but it's, it's still for me. I get to have an opinion on it. You don't get this render my opinion useless. Yeah, and it's just <clears throat> like, it, you know, I ha- you know, it's fine to try to push social, yeah. um, you know, uh, things, whatever, messages into uh, art. That's what art's there for. So you just don't have to blatantly say, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's what art's for. And, you know, yeah, movie making and storytelling, it's an art. But there is a fine line between, um, you know, it being subtle so you can read into it and be more intelligent for it and learn something from it, maybe. Or have the main actress who you don't give a fuck who she is. Have her sit there and tell you what you better fucking get out of it. And if you don't, you're a piece of shit, uh, uh, anti-feminist or some shit. And it's the difference between uh, this movie is about that. That cause, this this whatever we're doing. It's about, let's just say gay rights. It's about gay rights. This movie's about that. Avengers is not about that. And they're saying, did it do enough? I'm like, motherfucker, it's not about that. Why did... It shouldn't even have a scale. It shouldn't. No, because it's not in the game. It's not in the game at all. It's exactly what it's like saying. Does, does this brick wall do enough to advance my rights? Like, no, it's a fucking brick wall. It holds up a goddamn building. It's not there for you. It's a fucking building. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. And I just watched uh, today. I watched uh, X Men First Class. And speaking of really hitting your head over the with, with a message, they literally like. It's it's all about alien or not aliens, but mutants being uh, gay people, because they walk in, and Charles Xavier meets Beast for the first time, and he's but Beast is wearing glasses and he's a scientist, and he's like, oh, finally another mutant, and he's like, what? And he's like, and his boss is like, yeah, what? And he's like, oh, they didn't know, and he's like, I didn't think. And his boss is like, you, you're a mutant. And he goes, well, you didn't ask, so I didn't tell. I'm like, holy shit, movie, I get it. Good Christ! Literally said that. Wow. Like, I, I get it. I get. I'm fine if the movie's about that, but if it's not, then why are you putting like some sort of standards on it? The, your own standards on a movie who doesn't it doesn't need to represent what you stand for because there's a million different things it can stand for, and you have to, it has to meet all of those little check marks, mark those boxes. I don't, uh, how are we supposed to? How are you supposed to? Every movie supposed to have every message about every group. How the fuck is that possible? It's not, and they just create these clickbait articles just to mass, put the shit on there. It drives me insane. Just watch the fucking movie. This is why I don't go to see them, dude. This is exactly why I don't. It's go to see them. Yeah, you can't hold it against the movie. It may, anything it makes me not go online anymore because fuck people online. Fuck people and their to pretend being offended by things that aren't even real. Uh, you're they're literally being offended by a lack of something in a movie that it didn't have this. Like, I understand if it was like they had a movie with Avengers where Captain America goes fucking faggots. And I'd be like, holy shit. Even I would be like, whoa, OK, Captain America. Why is he calling this gay guy a faggot? Like, that's different. But it's saying it didn't do enough to further the plight of gay people. That doesn't make any sense. It didn't. That's not a uh, negative. It's nothing. Yeah, well- even if they tried, I don't think it, it would succeed because it's not the right medium to do it. Yeah, because it's not about that. If it was a if it was a a movie about gay people, 
and how we need how they need to how we or they or whatever you need to talk about needs to accept or this is how they're treated that sort of thing that would be different the movie milk comes to mind the milk is great milk's a great fucking movie yeah i liked it a lot it's a and great movie it, it, honestly i think it actually did do a lot good for the gay right movement it did you know why fucking about it it's about yeah. it. Harvey Milk was a big gay rights advocate, and he got yeah. fucking murdered. Unfortunately, yeah, by yeah, Josh but... Goddamn Brolin of all people. <laughs> Again, Avengers coming up. <laughs> uh, that's a great movie, though. It's about that. That's a movie I could understand you saying it didn't do enough, but I still say that's ridiculous. But I, I, I understand the logic behind it. But just saying, it's like if I went, Frank, your shirt. I like guitars, it says. That's not doing enough for me, man. Sorry, man. Your shirt's terrible. It doesn't do enough for my rights or, or my, my plate. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, I will go on Twitter right now and apologize. Thank you. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to make you feel, make you feel like I'm right. It won't stop people from hating me, though. Uh, just uh, That was a rant I didn't <laughs> expect coming up. It just drove me insane when I saw that. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean... Um, like self-entitled assholes. Not gay people. Whoever fucking wrote that article. Fuck you. Is it doing enough? Go fuck yourself. Are you doing enough? Is your article doing anything other than bringing negative attention to yourself? There's just... See, and this is more category... Category... Categorizing? Not even that. It's just, you know... the. You know when people will stop being different than other people? When you keep, when, when you stop putting everybody in a fucking box. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the, of the, you know, the, the, the categorizing. The, you know, you're in this box. You're in this camp. You're, you're this. You're that. You're that. You, no, we're all one thing, and we're all different. We. We, you know, there's a lot of us that shared the same this or that, but whatever. Yeah. At it's, the end of the day, we're just people, and I'm really getting sick and tired of the, the, you know, this. We're not just people. We're people, and we are, you know, also this, and you're not. Therefore, fuck you. You're you're holding me down. I'm like, I'm no, I'm not. Even though I'm not with you, I'm not against you either. Because I don't give really two shits. Do what you want. Yeah. Okay. I... Just don't bother me. <laughs> Period. End of story. Move on. Can I be entertained now? Because otherwise it's going... Uh, to like... be entertained without having to feel guilty or try to feel guilty? You fail a lot. Because it's going to take a lot for me to feel guilty. Trust me. <laughs> what? But what I'm getting at is for once, this is what they want. Apparently, apparently, this is what whoever wrote this article wanted was Thanos lands on Earth, and he's collecting the the, the gems, or the, the the stones, and he looks over and he sees two gay guys making out, and he goes, "That's all right with me." And he looks right at the camera and he goes, "Isn't it all right, America? It should be." Anyway, proceeding to kill half the galaxy. Like, what the fuck do you want? You're, you're, you're joking. 
No, is that what they wanted? I, I, I'm asking. No, no, I'm, I'm asking, is that what happened? I didn't say it. No, because that wouldn't make any fucking sense. Okay, but they might as well have. That, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, what did they want? Like, because there's oh. not there's not yeah. a love story in that movie that we're following with a straight couple. It's like we kind of see. Uh, not, I don't, you don't care about spoilers. <laughs> Iron Man with his with Pepper. We kind of see them. They don't have any reaction to each other or any love scenes. There's no sex in that movie. It does. It wouldn't fit in the fucking movie, straight or gay. If I saw a hardcore sex scene in the middle of the movie with a man and a woman, I'd be like, what the fuck? So none of it would add up to anything that made sense in the movie. So what the fuck did you want? Yeah, I didn't see Deadpool there, so I don't think, you, uh, you know, <laughs> Tony Stark's going to get pegged by Pepper. And that's romance. And, you know, that, that is true love. That's true love. In a hotel... Just like find yourself. Hampton Inn on 168, baby. Yeah, damn right. Room 212. And that uh, was the third floor. I mean, what? Room 312. Let's talk about the episode. Let's finish up. <laughs> um, they land on Mars. Who fucking cares? <laughs> no, they don't. Because Mars ain't that bright. In the Sorry. episode, they land on Mars. Yes, they do. And they... God, I don't even know where to go with this. They they realize it's not a simulation because they open some sort of window and they can see out it and see the actual planet. And then we do a weird, strange cut because the opening of the episode is like a weird document. It's like a nature documentary of like, this ship took off from Earth and it landed and it's like keeps going. But the end is the same. Instead, we realize it's not a nature documentary like a, or like a... Nat Geo thing. It's like Alien TV, which plays over like these weird little screens on vines and in front of a naked Jerry covered in gel, a la the Matrix. And with aliens. With, no payoff. Can we at least see the aliens? I think I something I think it's the prelude or prelude to uh, a traveler. Like they like, let's go salvage that planet. They're worth it. They made it out of here. They made it through the what's it called? <laughs> what they call it? The Great Filter. The Great Filter. They made it through. Maybe they're worth worth saving. And that's why I think, I was like, oh, maybe it's the aliens that show up in the end of a traveler. Or the, the A traveler is an alien. But I'm like, no, because the world wasn't nuked yet. But they start talking about Russians. I, there's a lot of, I, think the, I think every episode is trying to tie together in the loosest way possible because we can't just have an anthology series anymore. Everything has to tie together. You know what? If, if this... Season. I don't know how many episodes it's long it is. Ten. Ten? Let me see. We got five what, Five more? Four more. Okay. So if this, you know, if, if episode 10 ties into all of them or like 60%, I don't, 20%. How about one of them? Right? If if one of them ties into another, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to say, Peel, you failed. That's clearly what they're going for, because there's so many cross-references, and I don't, I mean, it could just be a coincidence, not coincidence, like accident, but like, could just be like Easter eggs, but I really don't think so. I think they're going to tie in the plots here. I mean, look, the only reason why the original Twilight Zone crossed over like it did, but had nothing to do with each other, but still crossed over, 156 episodes. It's going to happen. Which one's crossed over? 
Well, you know, like space travel and fucking. Oh, that's just like similar plots. That's different. Like we're talking about like actual carrying over the plot. Like I think they're gonna tie in and like this is the story of season one. In which case, like American Horror Story. No, you know what? You're right. That's gonna drive me nuts. Fifty-six episodes. Not one character meant anything in another episode ever. You're right. No, it doesn't. It. it, I feel like they're going to. What's that? I feel like they're going to by the end of the season. If they do, they fail. Because it's and not an anthology series at that point. Exactly. The Twilight Zone is supposed to be an anthology. Like Black Mirror. They. How can I put this? Black Mirror has two episodes that sort of ties into almost all of them before it. Almost. However, so loosely, though, that it has nothing to do with the plot. At least. But they're not a Twilight Zone. Even though every single episode can stand on its own, because the other two episodes that do play off episodes before it, they are well fucking in your face that they are doing that. Yeah. Like you don't like to the point where you don't even need to see the episode they're playing off of to know what it was about and how they are playing off of it. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, white uh, White Christmas, uh, Black Mirror, perfect example, and probably one of the best episodes out of the entire series. That was great. I'm just worried. I don't. I was so excited. We were so excited at the beginning of this series, but now I'm like, my enthusiasm has completely waned. It's gone. Like I was excited because you know what, Peel's a good writer, and he's done a lot of you know good. You know, he's. I mean, look. His introduction to this episode was so bad that. Once he was done and the theme kicked in, the theme was written better than his intro. And the theme was written in 1959. It's just, it's so, I don't, I have nothing to say about this episode. (laughs) Todd Serling is still the best writer of this type of um, show that ever lived still. And they've got one of the best writers in, in out there today trying to best him, or at least match. And he's failing miserably doing it. He's either trying too hard or... You think Peel's trying too hard? I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're... I think they're focusing on what the episode's about more than they are the actual script of the episode. You know what I mean? They're focusing like too much on the overall. What does this episode mean more than this is this like Rod focused on the script. He wrote characters and dialogue that mattered. And this is just like, here's a scene. Here's a scene. Here's a scene. This is what this episode meant. And I'm like, oh, God, like what? <laughs> Especially that one ep- that episode we had a uh, beaver on uh, <laughs> the camera one. That was just dog shit. Yeah, it, that was. That was f- like 48 minutes of what the fuck am I watching? And then at the end, I'm 
you go, what the fuck did I watch? And it wasn't the worst episode. Wonderkin was terrible. I'm like, terrible. Like, I, I, I forgot most of that one because this one. It, it appears to be, don't, the message appeared to be, do not elect an 11 year old as president. In which case, not much of a threat of that happening in my lifetime. Can't imagine I'd do that. I mean, dude, you know me. As soon as I see a kid actor, I'm instantly taken out of whatever I'm watching because they can't act. And this kid actor was, wasn't the worst kid actor I've ever seen. But He was the one trapped in Room, in the movie Room, with Captain Marvel that we were talking about earlier. Alison Brie, which she got a fucking Oscar for. Uh, oh right, right. You know, I, I, I have, I've seen so many. I've not seen so many of the MCU movies that I don't. I didn't even know who Brie Larson was until like a week ago, when I was hearing about all the controversy that she's stirring up in, in interviews and shit. Yeah. What she's saying. I dubbed this episode Spaceship in the Woods. Because if you've seen the movie Cabin in the Woods, you'll get what I'm talking about when you see the ending of this episode. I wouldn't. What? That movie ruined my life. Why? Wait, did you say Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Go on. Okay. No, I heard Cabin, and then I thought you were about to say Cabin Fever, and Cabin Fever destroyed me for life. I fucking hate that movie. I dude, I if I see blood, I I I lose it. I I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I fucking hate that movie. Anyway, let's let's be done. We have nothing to say about this, right? Um, other uh, you know, like basically, I just it was after you find out at the end that it indeed was a simulation. It's so obvious right from the get go how, of course, it was because nothing made fucking hold, hold sense. Hold on, you you got from the ending it was a simulation. Of course it was. Okay. I didn't get that at all, but you're probably right. I, I assumed it was real, and they're saying, we're going to save their planet now. I mean, he wasn't killed. Yeah. I, I just didn't get that at all. I, I'm... Huh. <laughs> what your eyes see is what they make you see. That's the simulation. Yeah. I just assume it was true, and then they were just watching him. No. No, no, he didn't burn to death because that, see, and that's the other thing. If the lock was open and this mass coronal injection, which is not a ball of fire, you know, traversing across the solar system after it, after the sun basically just burps pretty much, um, it's just charged mag, charged particles that have an electrical charge to them. Like, that's it. All they are. You can't see them. They're invisible. You can see the coronal injection on the sun. You can see when it happens, and you can see that you, you know it's what a sunspot is. Yeah, yeah. A sunspot is what hap- what you what 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 a mass coronal injection leaves behind it, so you know it happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And. The sun is so in, insanely big that the chances of it, of one, you know, happening in the, in the direction of that ship for it to hit it 
like and uh, and I, I love the the fucking graphic of the ship and then this red coming near it yeah <laughs> uh, like it, it's like really like like this wall of fire it's like, like the movie Godzilla from 98 where they had a little Godzilla on there and like fish like for the fish they planted it's so stupid <laughs> but I, no you're definitely right it was I was so checked out by then I didn't give a shit like yeah and I was I was just like you know, not even the dialogue. Like, you know, two people are fucking, and I'm like, you know, I kind of get why they would be, since they're kind of the only, like, the yeah. only humans left. So you gotta repopulate, I suppose. But I would wait till you get to Mars. Just I guess. oral, oral in space. Okay, guys, come on. Yeah. Or, or, dude, anal. Anal in space. That's a great... That Guarantee that's a porn. Guarantee <laughs> it. Anal in space. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to do a whole Star Trek thing, but I'll stop. Um, so let's let's do our plugs and get the fuck out of here, because I'm, I'm just done with this episode. I'm looking forward to the next episode, which is titled... Oh, God, what's it titled? I can't wait for this to load in several minutes. Not all men. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, uh, real, real quick, if you had... Did, did, did you already pick an episode that Peel could have drawn most of his inspiration from for this? Yeah. Okay. Like, very clearly, sure. it was the uh, first episode. Okay. Where's okay, everybody? Yeah, so we don't... Uh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I can see your point. I got yeah, I can see your point. Yeah. Um, plugs. Oh, um, double L N K Z on Twitter, at reddragonsradio.com, and uh, hey, uh, his up L I W the Twilight Zone review. Indeed. L I W studios.com. Check us out there. Do you want to play uh, Peel's outro? Why am I talking sure. all sexy late night jazz? Well, that's how you normally sound. I mean, you know, you got your podcasting voice, and then you got that voice, baby. Just play, like me. Play that goddamn outro, man. Let's let's head on into the outro. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, put a bow on this turd. Said that seeing is believing. The crew of the Bradbury heavy mission to Mars might tell you otherwise. They are about to find out that they couldn't trust their own eyes. But who? Or what can we trust, if not ourselves? The answer lies somewhere between takeoff and landing in the Twilight Zone. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Uh, that's what I heard. Fuck you. <laughs>